This episode of the What's Happening Delco podcast is brought to you by Delco Meets for Business. Check us out on Meetup, register, and attend one of our fantastic networking meetings, which we meet on the first and third Thursday at the Brick House in Ridley Park, and the second and fourth Thursday at the Upper Crust in Newtown Square. We look forward to seeing you there. What's happening, Delco? I'm Rich Shane, and welcome to the What's Happening Delco podcast. Today, I'm joined by Kevin O'Donnell of O'Donnell Roofing. Kevin, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. How you Kevin, doing? how did O'Donnell Roofing get started? So that was uh, coming up on 100 years ago, 1924. It was my great-grandfather. Um, you know, he was a little younger than me when he started it. So I'm 39. He was probably around 30 um, and was servicing like coal burners and doing roofing work. And, you know, back then it was in West Philly, like Overbrook section of West Philadelphia, um, you know, everything was so local that, you know, he had, you know, been taught the trade a little bit enough to go out on his own. Um, so that's what he had done. Uh, that's what he did from, you know, 1924 till, till my grandfather took over in the early fifties. Um, you know, primarily just, you know, low slope flat roofing, right. All the row homes down there. Um, and you know, as time went on, uh, my grandfather, Clement the second, uh, took over the company in the fifties and, uh, you know, the whole industry has changed and morphed, you know, over the last hundred years with, you know, specifically the product offerings. So, you know, we've really seen the whole progression of the roofing industry and within my family from a hundred years ago till current. So it was, you know, my grand, my great grandfather from like 1924 to 54, my grandfather from 54 to 1980, uh, my father, Larry, who's still involved with the business. Um, he, uh, was, you know, the formal president until like 2012 is when I got uh, involved and I've been running the company ever since. Do you remember your first roofing experience the first time you got involved in roofing? I I do. Yeah. So I have a lot of memories of being on the job with uh, my father and my uncle and such as a young kid. But I remember the, the, the first one, uh, Though I know that I was on jobs before this, when I was like 12 years old, uh, during the, during summer, during the summer, I remember getting picked up from my, by my dad at my house. It was like, you know, a little later, 9 a.m. They had already been working for a couple hours and he drives me to a job that was right in Havertown, like, you know, a few blocks from our house. And I get there and the whole front of the house, like 30 feet wide by eight feet tall was a pile of trash. Um, and he said, you know, here's a trash can. I actually had a friend of mine with me and he said, all right, clean it up. And just the daunting task of trying to eliminate this pile of trash um, as like a 12 year old, it was just, I'll just never forget that. And then of course it's, you know, we work all day. It's probably two, two o'clock, two thirty. We maybe got half of it. And then, you know, my uncle jumped down off the roof and within 20 minutes, the other half was gone. <laughs> So it was like a pretty humbling uh, experience to see how, you know, men, you know, work versus, you know, boys. But it was it was pretty it was cool. I'll never forget that. And, you know, among several other, you know, uh, times that I was on, on a project that, you know, just a few standout moments, I guess. 
it's fascinating to hear the history of O'Donnell Roofing. And there are not too many family businesses that become legacy brands that last up into over where you are in 100 years. Are there any plans to celebrate the 100th anniversary? Oh, big, big plans. So it couldn't have come at a, at a better time. Um, just, you know, where the business is today, whereas, you know, financially stable and, you know, as as big as we've ever been, really. Um, so, you know, with my with where I, where my team's at, um, I have a, you know, a full management team. All my employees are dialed in. It's just it couldn't be a better time to have this 100th anniversary. Um, what we're doing for it specifically uh, still up in the air, but it's going to involve a lot of people, a big party. And, you know, we're going to be, you know, promoting it all year for sure. You know, starting at the end of 2023. <clears throat> so Lindsay, my director of business development, she is, uh, you know, her along with my wife, my sister, we're all coming up with, you know, creative ideas on what to do. And we'll, we'll probably implement like all of them. So, you know, you only get one shot at it. So what can people expect when they work with O'Donnell Roofing? Uh, from a as a client or an employee, I guess as a, a client. Yeah, as a client. So you know the we've been around for so long that we've heard all the the feedback and stories through the years of you know just a lot. Of, we know a lot about other companies, right? In terms of where they went wrong with service or performance or quality. So we've always kind of molded ourselves to be the exception to that, right? So we've. We go above and beyond, right? That's kind of, and I know like everyone says that, like all these businesses, we're the best, this and that. I mean, I just, you know, I don't have, we don't leave on bad terms with any clients, right? Um, We do very quality work. We're very professional. You know, I have a full management staff that kind of walks them through from the initial um, sales appointment all the way through to, uh, through production of the job and, and through the billing. So like you're always in touch with a, uh, you know, a happy, motivated employee of O'Donnell, which just benefits the client. Um, you know, my, all my employees are very happy and love what they do. And I think that that holds a lot of weight when you're doing business with the general public. Um, and, you know, that's kind of what I pride myself on. You know, what started all this was the quality, right? Like with roofing, that's what you hear, these horror stories of, and we still see it today. And it's just unbelievable that, we replace roofs that are only two, three years old. Like we probably do 20 jobs like that a year. Um, and the industry has changed for the better, for sure, in the last 20 years. Um, a lot of other contractors have gotten been more professional. Um, however, I think that just our track record and our experience, you know, spread over a hundred years. Like I have that, I have all of that um information and trial and error you know, all of that made its way down to me through the generation. So I have, you know, a lot of uh, practical experience, you know, uh, the, the quality, a lot of the work we do is super custom and most roofing companies couldn't, wouldn't even try it, right? Some of the roofing applications we do. So we're just, uh, you know, as professional of, as a company as can be really, you know, and we're extremely motivated and, uh, you know, when it continue to grow. So I think that all, all of that combined just really benefits the clients because that's what the core of this is about is, you know, customer service. Um, so we've, you know, been doing well. We are heading now from the summer season to fall and into the winter. 
what are some of the tips or ideas or things that homeowners or even business owners should be looking at right now for the roofs, maintenance ideas, or the, the roof to me as a, as a homeowner is, is that mystery, right? Mm-hmm. I can't see it from two stories down or there are aspects I can see, but as a roofer, as an, ex, as an expertise, you know, this is your area. What, yeah. what things or tips or what should we be looking at as homeowners or business owners on our roofs right now that's important for somebody like you as, as O'Donnell Roofing that may be able to help, um, you know, with, with a problem or, you know, stave off a problem in the future? Yeah, so one thing that we've been uh, offering more and more over the past couple of years, um, you know, are, are these maintenance contracts for residential and commercial buildings, right? So um, just getting a professional on site, and we do free inspections too, right? So we'll come out, um, if somebody calls our office, we'll come out and, you know, my my estimators are trained exterior professionals, right? So at a glance, they can call out any issues to be concerned about within minutes of being on the job. So that alone is worth something, but um, and it goes, goes a long way in terms of just unclogging gutters, making sure, um, you know, we want to do these inspections before the winter and after the winter. So we can get out in front of anything that's prohibiting proper drainage, um, you know, miscellaneous like topical repairs, like recalking a flashing, et cetera, you know, all these little, things where you spend like a few hundred bucks on the front end can save you thousands on the back end. Um, you know, I definitely don't recommend any, you know, homeowners or business owners going on their roof. And I think that's where uh, we'll, you know, we'll be able to determine what needs to be done the most. You know, you can only see so much from the ground. Um, but, you know, it's definitely worth calling a, a professional roofing contractor to get eyes on it. And once we're familiar with the property, um, you know, we can offer feedback and come up with a, you know, like a timeline for, for budgeting, right. For what to expect, you know? So, um, you know, we can run out a five-year plan, a 10-year plan of what to expect with your siding, roofing, gutters, et cetera. Um, but just getting a professional set of eyes on it and some feedback can go a long way. Um, and our clients that are currently signed up for the maintenance contracts love it because it's just peace of mind. We come out twice a year with, we'll just call them to confirm when we're coming and that's that. Um, it's on us to remember to do it, right? So that's where, um, you know, there's just a lot of value to that. That is valuable. As a homeowner, knowing that there's somebody that's going to be checking on my roof twice a year, that I have peace of mind that, like you said, if there's a piece of flashing or some caulking that needs to get done, maybe there's a clog I don't see. And we get, maybe we get a winter where we get some ice damming or, you know, actual snow on the roof that could allow for an impediment for water or moisture to get in the house. And you know, Ruse, right? hundred yeah. years of experience. Sometimes somebody will have a leak in a bedroom somewhere or a room, but it could be 30 feet away from where that actual, you know, problem is on the roof line or something, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And that's where we, we, we really stand out is the diagnosis of, you know, chronic leaks or, you know, typical leaks and, you know, coming up with a game plan to get results. So like, I can't tell you how many times I've gotten the phone call from a, from a homeowner, a business owner where they've had this leak, um, you know, with, and they've had several roofers out to try to address it and no one can get it fixed. Now, now sometimes that comes down to, you know, 
the the recommendation is going to be to replace the the roof and sometimes these roofs are a couple hundred thousand dollars on a commercial building so you know sometimes that's the case but other times it's just um you know the other contractors they call just aren't as good at diagnosing leaks and um you know specifically around like chimneys and you know stone chimneys and uh just any old masonry chimney or masonry wall um there's a whole science that goes along with that type of application flashing around an old stone chimney that a lot of roofers just overlook and i've looked like a hero so many times in solving these problems when um you know really it's just understanding gravity and water and that's you know what the uh what the solution ends up entailing so um yeah you know that's uh that's definitely so my dad's logo was the the problem solvers from probably 1985 to 2000 so because that's what he did he just diagnosed leaks that were very troublesome for you know other contractors and i've you know uh been able to uh carry that on you know with my diagnosis skills and now i'm training my employees and they're they're you know they're on it too we've been talking a lot about roofing but you mentioned flashing and gutters talk about all the services that o'donnell roofing provides so for 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 years so i would say for the first you know 85 90 years of o'donnell roofing it was really just roofing right and um roofing is uh encompasses so many different types of applications there's flat roofing uh shingle roofing tile roofing, slate roofing, cedar roofing, and we're proficient in all of them. So like you can check, you know, check the box for roofing, like all in all, there's no system we won't touch. Uh, Additionally, when I got involved, um, given my carpentry background, just from doing side work, kitchens and bathrooms, and just understanding uh, and learning more about construction, we got into, we do a lot more framing now. So we'll do, you know, we have certain builders that, we work for that uh, have us go in and take the roof, like the roof and the roof structure off a house, build a second floor, build a new roof on it. And then we handle the the new roofing, siding, windows, and just turn over a shell to them. So, you know, and that says a lot right there in what we, what we're capable of doing, right? Framing, we're proficient in, in any and all carpentry, um, be it rough framing, um, trim. So we do a lot of ar- architectural trim work on, um, that, that go along with some of these new construction projects that we do. Um, meaning we do full exteriors. Like right now in Wayne, we're doing a, you know, a nine townhouse uh, community that's all roofing, hardy siding. Um, we did not set the windows, but a friend of mine did. So um, we do do a lot of windows and just a pretty beefed up trim package in terms of uh, porches and metal roofing and columns and, um, you know, really anything on the exterior of a home we we do um even the masonry i have friends of mine that own you know masonry companies that we work in tandem with to tackle some of these projects because you know they masonry and roofing kind of go hand in hand in a lot of cases with flashing installation um you know to do it properly at least and uh but yeah we've been you know we do windows and doors and siding um you know, we do the framing, you know, we kind of touch on everything. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a, you know, a lot of clients have their own GC who does that work and that's fine. And we're happy to just come in and do the, do the roofing and exterior. Um, 
And that's, you know, that's the, mainly what we do. We do a lot of commercial roofing. So I have seven guys that are pretty much always on a commercial roof. Um, you know, just my, my crews are split up in, as such to vinyl siding, hardy siding, uh, commercial roofing, shingle roofing, slate roofing, and so on. Plus our service department, which they get into everything. One of the questions I get from my clients in real estate is, what about solar? What mm-hmm. about the roof when we put solar panels or what should I know? W- with your expertise and experience, what do you do as far as navigating, A, the solar conversation, as far as when to put, what to do, how that works? Yeah. So <clears throat> I actually have a separate company called O'Donnell Solar. Uh, we got in this, into the solar um, industry in like 2006. My father, you know, got into it and solar is very complicated from on the on the back end the paperwork the pico interconnection permitting engineering um so it's really a feat to uh, for a roofing contractor to dabble in in solar because it's not as easy as the manufacturers kind of make it out to be um fortunately um you know we've had that experience over the years so um and it it just goes uh hand in hand with what we do with roofing right most solar applications are on top of a roof um and, you know, so there's a lot of, there's a lot more, the, the, our solar, my solar company has uh, pretty much doubled in size each of the last couple of years. And that's with no marketing and just kind of overflow leads from the roofing company. Um, so there's definitely a lot of attention on solar right now. Um, there, you know, the tax credits that come along with it are still substantial, you know, so you can get the 30% federal tax credit. Um, the big things to look out for if you're interested in solar is, you know, the age of your roof is going to be a big red flag, um, whether or not we're comfortable installing solar on it. So we have a client right now whose roof is 15 years old. Right. And, you know, at a, at a glance, the roof, you know, the shingles are not all that old, right. They're only half through their expected lifetime of 30 years. Uh, however, the plywood sheathing isn't in great shape and, um, you know, it's not an ideal situation to install solar on this roof, even though it's only 15 years old. And that's where our roofing experience um, really is a benefit to the client. Um, Because there's, you know, these other solar companies um, up and down the East Coast, they're not roofing contractors too, right? So they just just want to come sell solar, even if it's not in the best interest of the homeowner. Um, you know, because the cost to detach and reset a solar system where the cost to diagnose leaks under a solar array uh, is very costly. So it makes more sense in some instances to just wait or to just do that section of roof uh, prior to installing the solar. And that's the kind of uh, feedback and uh, recommendations that we give, even though it may hurt our bottom line. Like, you know, we want to sell solar too, but uh, it has to make sense to us. And we're not just going to do something to make a quick buck. Um, you know, again, back to the quality thing. We're going to make good decisions as if it were like our own house. I mean, that's a great point. And somebody's there to sell you a product that they sell, but it may not necessarily be in line with, as you pointed out, the age of the roof. I wouldn't have thought about the plywood underlayment. Um, just nope. a lot of factors that could cause problems that, that that could expand into major issues, right? Oh yeah, and there's law. You know, there's lawsuits all over the place with uh, homeowners, uh, you know, suing solar companies, right? So even the big national brands, right? Not even the big national brands ran into a lot of this. Um, 
because it's tough to control quality on a scale. And if you're training your guys to sell solar and, you know, that's their focus, they're going to overlook questionable decking um, underneath the sh- underneath the shingle roof. And even more so on like on flat roof too, right? They don't know what they're looking at. So um, that's why roofing and solar, you know, they, they should really be in the same conversation at, at all times if it's a rooftop installation. Kevin, how do people connect with you? How do they find O'Donnell Roofing? So we try to be all over the place with our, uh, you know, with our trucks and lawn signs. And I, you know, so that's part of it. But, you know, we've had the same number for at least the last 40 some years. uh, 610-449-8188. Additionally, we're, you know, if you Google Roofers Havertown or Roofers Broomall, uh, we're going to pop up near the top of the list. Um, you know, real proud of our website. Uh, we just had that redone this this past year. Uh, www.odonnellroofingco.com. And uh, I give my cell, but those days are long gone. Uh, and that was that was Kevin of seven eight years ago. But uh, the <laughs> you got uh, your family, <laughs> and uh, you want to make sure you're taking care of the family and, and sharing family time, right? Yeah, and eh, it's better for the client too. Call the office; they'll take good care of you. My staff is is literally amazing. They are from top to bottom. They're just a, a machine, and it's awesome to watch. We just talked roofing. Let's talk Delco. Okay, you're on your way to uh, treat the team, the 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 crew to cheesesteaks. Where are you stopping and picking up cheesesteaks for them? No, it depends on where I'm at. I don't, you know, I, I'm always a fan of been a fan of Bacella's cheesesteaks. Uh, they're pretty. Beefy, uh, tasty cheesesteaks in Havertown. Uh, if we're down in the city, and eh, it could go a couple different ways. The, you know how that goes. Fortunately, we, we don't work in the city all that much. But uh, now nah, I like the local businesses. Uh, you know, like Sam's uh, Pizza on Brookline Boulevard. They're good. You know, they're friends of mine, the Thorntons. Um, you know, we're always McGillicuddy's fans. And Chenzo's can't be Chenzo's Pizza. Um all right, I love how you're dovetailing into where am I going or where are you going for pizza. So that just worked out. Um, you have a convenience store need, need to write, need to rehydrate or hydrate on your way to a job. You stopping at Royal Farms or Wawa? Uh, I'm a Royal Farms guy anymore, uh, given that they just I've been I've been Wawa for twenty some years, but they built a Royal Royal Farms between my house and my office, so I can't. Uh, and I do, I am partial to Royal Farms Coffee. So even though they're kind of like new to the area, I'm welcome, welcome, welcoming them just because uh, eh, the coffee's pretty good. Okay. How do you explain Delco to somebody that's never been here or hasn't heard of Delco before? It's funny. I, the more I travel, the more I understand what Delco is and uh, yeah, it's really unique. Like, I don't know, the it's something I never really thought about being different, right? Just because you grew up here. And, you know, I was thinking with like Bonner and Prendy and all the high schools and um, all the Catholic schools around here, like, you know, it's not like this everywhere else, right? So trying to put that into words <laughs> and express it to someone, you know, more or less, I just leave it as like, everybody knows everybody. Um, chances are, you know, someone that's related to your coworker, like it's just a very tight community and we're rough too, right? We're not just like, 
you know, we're going to tell you how we think. And I think Dave Portnoy kind of sums it up pretty well on his one bite pizza reviews. Uh, some of his comments on Belco <laughs> are pretty funny and so true. And uh, I think that the the news and the little glimpses of uh, fame that Delco's gotten over the past several years uh, does sum it up a good bit. You know, we're, a, you know, kind of a, a, a rough neighborhood where everyone knows everyone. And it's definitely unique how tight the community is, really. I mean, from, you know, Glen Olden to Havertown to Newtown Square, anywhere I go, I know people I I know from from high school, friends of friends. And to this day, it's just kind of weird how how you know more people than you think, I guess. Um, but explaining that to someone, I don't know. It's kind of tough. Well, you have friends or family coming in from out of town. You want to give them that Delco experience. Where are you taking them or where are you sending them? When I when I do think of Delco as a whole, like I think back to like my, my roots and where I grew up in Upper Darby. Well, I didn't grow up in Upper Darby. I grew up in Havertown, but just visiting my grandparents down on Keystone Ave, that's old Dairy Queen down there. So, like, with that, I'm probably going to end up at, like, Pika's, <laughs> you know? If we we're going to go out to dinner, I think Pika's is, uh, you know, lowered, well, Delco in a nutshell. And then, you know, I didn't frequent further, you know, I guess, uh, east or south of that for until I was, like, an adult. So I don't know too much about the Glen Olden, Seacane, you know, the the specific hot spots down there. I hear Imperial Pizza is pretty good, though. So It's funny how Delco in itself has different neighborhoods and personalities. And as you said, you may be in Havertown and never get to what? Glen Mills, right? You may right. not see that Southern part of Delco other than maybe driving out route one to go somewhere. So there's no, there's not that exploration where maybe in other communities they're, they're, they're smaller or you, you get to see different things. So it sounds to me like if you have friends or family coming in from out of town, you're giving them that that rich history Delco tour of yeah. places that, you know, maybe people go to a lot or maybe you find those hidden gems that uh, you say, oh, yeah, I want to take you there. I want you to see this is Delco, right? Yeah. The uh, Yeah, I mean, Delco's fascinating. And to your point, yeah, like I didn't even realize that Glenn Mills was in Delco until I was, you know, whatever, 20 years old, 25 years old when I started paying attention. So that really... You know, that alone tells you, uh, you know, the 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 differential in the different towns in in Delco, right? From Upper Darby to Havertown, Newtown Square, Glen Mills, CK and Collingdale, like all those areas. It's uh yeah, we touch on like, you know, pretty much every uh you know, level of life, I guess you'd say. I don't know. It's no, I think cool. we do. What motivates you, Kevin? What gets you out of bed every day? So it used to just be like roofing just because I love working on the roofs and like, you know, obviously it was to make a buck and then, uh, you know, but anymore, I think that, you know, now that I'm building a business and I'm away from the day to day, my, my, you know, my life has changed dramatically in the past couple of years. So, you know, it used to be get out of bed because I had no choice but to have to get out of bed, right? Because my phone's ringing at 6 a.m. and that's that. So, you know, anymore, I think that, you know, my drive, uh, especially in, you know, the roofing business, the real estate, everything else that I'm into, with, you know, and, you know, is for my my family, really. Um, you know, I have a, my son, Ryan, is eight. My daughter, Caitlin, is four. And my wife, Lisa, we've been married for almost 10 years. So, um, 
you know, that's what this is all about, right? Uh, you know, make it about family and friends. And I try to, uh, you know, I put that, you know, right between the goalposts of building a business. So I have some, you know, uh, direction and something, you know, something to work towards. And I think that, uh, now that the business has gotten over, you know, we've been through some hard times over the past, you know, six, seven years, um, especially with the business I work, you know, 60, 70 hours a week. Um, now that I'm starting to have a little bit more, uh, free time, uh, you know, it's just starting to get fun. So I have, uh, no, you know, no issues getting out of bed in the morning. I love what I do. Very happy and content with my life. And, uh, you know, we're just, you know, looking to do something different and just kind of, you know, want to improve, uh, you know, just want to grow and continue to improve in the roofing industry. Um, you know, that's big to do, man. I'm the fourth generation. Hopefully my son gets involved to carry on the legacy. Um, but you know, I'm real proud of my family history and I, I, you know, what gets me, that's uh, what gets the blood flowing. Kevin, is there anything we haven't talked about on the podcast today? Anything you want the listeners to know about you or more about O'Donnell roofing? Um, uh, nah, I mean, <clears throat> uh, there's, nah, we touched on a lot. I mean, without getting too personal, you know, I'm a big golfer. I love golf. You know, we kind of touched on that before the podcast. So for almost a hundred years now, Kevin, your family has put their name on quite a number of roofs in the Delco community. We are yep. grateful for this time. Appreciate getting a chance to get to know you better and O'Donnell Roofing better. And thanks for being a friend of what's happening, Delco. We can't wait to see you and your your crew walking around roofs and uh, keeping things dry for uh, for the neighbors. Thanks, Rich. Appreciate Thank you. it.